the Bible Study Podcast, episode 395. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Psalms with Psalm 58, and I think Psalm 59. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're actually going to do two psalms. These, like a psalm we did last week or the week before, is also by David and also to the same tune, to the tune of Do Not Destroy. Really makes me wish I knew that tune. The first one is only 11 verses long, which is why we're going to lump Psalm 58 in with Psalm 59. Psalm 58 goes like this. Do you rulers indeed speak justly? Do you judge people with equity? Know in your heart you devise injustice, and your hands mete out violence on the earth. Even from birth the wicked go astray. From the womb they are wayward, spreading lies. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like that of a cobra that has stopped its ears, that will not lead the tune of the charmer, however skillful the enchanter may be. Break the teeth in their mouths, O God. Lord, tear out the fangs of those lions. Let them vanish like water that flows away. When they draw the bow, let their arrows fall short. May they be like a slug that melts away as it moves along, like a stillborn child that never sees the sun. Before your pots can feel the heat of the thorns, whether they be green or dry, the wicked will be swept away. The righteous will be glad when they are avenged, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then people will say, surely the righteous still are rewarded. Surely there is a God who judges the earth. This is rather a gory song. This is rather a song that I don't think I want to sing in church. This is a song where David is looking for justice. David is looking for the righteous to be rewarded. And he is looking for those who are unrighteous to get what they deserve. For their arrows to fall short, for them to melt away like a slug melts away, for them to vanish like water and to be like they've never been born. It is not an unfair song. It is not an unfair request. God does not always do that. God is more patient than we would like him to be at times. And that's what David is seeing. And he is seeing injustice from those who rule, from those who judge, which is particularly cruel because they are taking the power that has been given them and they are distorting it for their own gain. And God is not pleased with that. So he's not calling for anything that is undeserved. Although his call certainly sounds uncharitable. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like a cobra that has stopped its ears and won't heed the tune of the charmer. That's a Middle Eastern reference for you. Their venom, they have a poison to them. In the sense that not only do they do damage, but they can infect someone else with their evil. And David sees a snake charmer here as something who can tame the cobra. And they're saying, this is almost like a cobra that is deaf. It can't be tamed. It can't be charmed. It can't be talked out of its ways of bringing death. And so he calls for justice. And so to the tune of do not destroy, David asks for his enemies to be destroyed. David continues on, maybe not the same day, but to the same tune of Do Not Destroy. This one is specifically written when Saul had sent men to watch David's house in order to kill him. 
And it goes like this. Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Be my fortress against those who are attacking me. Deliver me from evildoers and save me from those who are after my blood. See how they lie in wait for me. Fierce men conspire against me for no offense or sin of mine, Lord. I have done no wrong, yet they are ready to attack me. Arise to help me. Look on my plight. You, Lord God Almighty, you who are the God of Israel, rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Show no mercy to wicked traitors. They return at evening, snarling like dogs, and prowl about the city. See what they spew from their mouths. Their words from their lips are sharp as swords, and they think, who can hear us? But you laugh at them, Lord. You scoff at all the nations. So again, David is finding people lying in wait for him, quite literally, to kill him. And he is calling out for God to protect him. And he's calling out for God to deal with those wicked traitors. People who turn their back on him. People who should have known better. And he's talking about their arrogance. As they're doing all these things, they're saying, why not? Who can hear us? Like we're ever going to get judged for what we're doing. And it says God laughs at them. God knows that justice does come. Maybe not in David's timetable. Maybe not in our timetable. And maybe, fortunately, not to all of us who may deserve it. Because God is a forgiving God. And he is looking for our good. He is looking for us to turn around and to change our ways. And so he will be a little more patient sometimes than we would like him to be. David goes on, you are my strength. I watch for you. You, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. God will go before me and will let me gloat over those who slander me. But do not kill them, Lord, our shield, or my people will forget. In your might uproot them and bring them down. For the sins of their mouths, for the words of their lips, let them be caught in their pride. For the curses and lies they utter, consume them in your wrath. Consume them till they are no more. Then it will be known to the ends of the earth that God rules over Jacob. They return at evening, snarling like dogs, and prowl about the city. They wander about for food and howl if not satisfied. But I will sing of your strength. In the morning I will sing of your love. For you are my fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. You are my strength, I sing praise to you. You, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. It's interesting that he ends both the first half here and the second half with that same phrase, my God on whom I can rely. That is what faith is. Faith is an assurance that we can rely on God, that we can do what God tells us to do, that it's the right thing to do. It's good for us to do. That it's the wise choice to do. Because God is reliable. David is in a tough situation and sees people who are trying to kill him, but he relies on God, who is his fortress, who is his safe place to go, who is a stronghold. In the end, judgment will come. In the end, the sheep and the goats will be separated. In the end, all of us will have to stand before a righteous God. There are some we wish would stand there sooner. And our timing for that is not God's timing for that. But, the psalmist tells us, but David tells us, but David who is fleeing for his life again and again and again tells us that God is reliable. 
that God is our safety and that God is our strength. If we put our trust in other things, they can let us down. But David says, not God. I pray this week you will put your trust in God and that he will show himself to you to be reliable. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.